Coming up, Carter Page, what happened to him could happen to you. Welcome to another Real American Heroes special edition. I'm Oliver North. Our guest today, Carter Page. That's a name most Americans would never have known, but for false accusations made against him by prominent members of the Obama-Biden administration and their cronies in Congress. His life was turned upside down because the Obama-Biden crowd abused the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, known as FISA, in an effort to perpetrate a Russian collusion hoax during the 2016 presidential election. Here are some of the things that fake news doesn't want you to know about Carter Page. Like me, he's a graduate of the United States Naval Academy. But unlike me, Carter was a Trident scholar at the top 10% of Naval Academy graduates. In 1993, he was commissioned in the U.S. Navy. And among his many active duty assignments, he was an intelligence officer. Carter also holds an MBA from New York University, a master's degree in national security studies from Georgetown University, and a doctorate from the University of London School of Oriental and African Studies. He's also founder and managing partner of Global Energy Capital in New York and Global Natural Gas Ventures in Oklahoma City specializing in energy ventures and overseas energy policy. Today, Carter's engaged in protecting all American citizens from the federal government intruding on your constitutionally protected privacy. Carter, thank you for joining us today. Colonel North, it's it really a tremendous privilege to speak with you today. Uh, I have to start by saying 33 summers ago, after my sophomore year in high school, I remember watching your hearings on Capitol Hill. And though I already had a very strong interest in applying to the US Naval Academy, you were really a model of integrity and you helped make Annapolis my top choice. And I, I think, you know, during those hearings, you said it best. I was authorized to do everything that I did. And I, I think, you know, knowing, knowing that you're on the side of truth and on the side of doing the right thing it's been a long inspiration for me, and I, I thank you for your service, and thank you for having me today. And, and actually, I, I do have to mention as well, uh, one of the first people who covered my story was an uh, incredible lady named Pam Brown, and she did the first uh, initial deep dive into my story while she and Catherine Herridge were at Fox. And having worked with you for many years, uh, she, she mentioned often the similarities between, you know, way back in March 2017, the things you went through and the things I went through. And, uh, you know, obviously when you're in the, uh, the searing hot spotlight of all the lies in the media, it's, it's a big challenge, but you've always been an inspiration and I, it's, it's great to be with you in, uh, virtually in person today. Well, I'm pleased to call you a shipmate and I'm pleased to know that you're, you survived what's been going on with the so-called mainstream media and politically here in this city. What do you want Americans to know as we, as we head into a, a, a literally life-changing election about your story as we head into this election season? I don't know. I, I was, I mean, the bottom line is that most of what was in the media, as we were just alluding to, was false. And I mean, I was falsely accused and falsely accused of some of the worst crimes imaginable, at least from my perspective. I mean, they called me a traitor. And unfortunately, and as we have come to learn, 
these people were the real traitors. And, you know, I think as you're alluding to, what was done to me should never be allowed. And unfortunately, we're all at risk right now. With all these people in the Obama-Biden administration who abused their oath of office, they're also abusing our Constitution. I think you're absolutely right about how much is on the line. And so that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm fighting back and I think why we all have to fight back right now. Well, we've now learned that Kevin Kleinsmith of the FBI has already pled guilty to forging evidence against you. What's it gonna take for justice to be served in your case? Well, in April 2017, actually my lawyer spoke directly with Kevin Kleinsmith. And he said at the time that the FBI only considered me a witness. And unfortunately, as a lot of operatives have been sort of uh, saying, spinning all types of false stories, the, I mean, the reality is actually they were, they were doing much, uh, you know, terrible things against me behind, uh, behind the, the screen of secrecy. And by, by all indications and given the severe wrongdoing, I believe we're only at the start of that investigation. And, you know, the, uh, I think one element in his charging document, there's a, a five-page charging document that came out this summer. And it refers to, right here on page two, it refers to certain members of the Crossfire Hurricane team. So he was not acting alone. And I, I think there's, uh, there are many unanswered questions and I think when we know the, uh, the answers to those questions, there's gonna be a lot more, uh, many more people that have to be held accountable, but we shall see. You know, the New York Post, oldest newspaper in America, has revealed in emails from and to Hunter Biden, which seemed to indicate he was being bribed by Ukrainian, Russian, and Chinese officials to gain access to then Vice President Joe Biden. That story is being suppressed, not just by government activity, but by the so-called mainstream media and by social media. Given what you've been through, what needs to be done here? Well, unfortunately, they, the media was a key accomplice in this entire plot to basically overthrow our government. In, in each of those four fraudulent FISA warrants, which were you know first started during the Obama-Biden administration, they each cited a fake news story, a, a very defamatory story by Yahoo News, which is now a subsidiary of one of the largest media companies in America, Verizon. And so unfortunately, there is, I mean, there is just such falsehoods and so much of a lack of accountability. And again, it is it's a long ongoing process and I think we really need to keep fighting and really digging, digging deep for the truth and, and questioning the reality, which is so often uh, pushed out in a totally false way by the, by the media. Carter, you were spied on, surveilled, outed. Could this be happening to all of us as Americans? There's no doubt. Unfortunately, in December 2019, just, just last year, the U U.S. Uh, Department of Justice Inspector General came out with a 400-page report talking about all of the abuses, surveillance abuses that were committed against myself. And that actually led to a series of follow-up investigations. 
And they have found that there are so many more uh, abuses of the surveillance powers. And a few uh, members of Congress, such as Senate Judiciary Chairman Lindsey Graham and uh, Senator Mike Lee, they've been fighting to sort of reform our surveillance system. But unfortunately, these remain uh, unresolved questions. And it's really important that people understand exactly as you're correctly alluding to, there's so much more on the line and there, is, there are big questions that remain unanswered and we need to hold people accountable. In a, in a personal way, I, I, I know a lot about what you went through and the, and the parallels in my experience back in the 80s. How did you make it through this very difficult process, the countless hours of testimony, death threats, all those kinds of things? Well, I, one, of, one of my favorite quotes I, I, uh, I, I saw from you is, um, I'm, I'm trusting in the Lord and a good lawyer. And unfortunately, I watched so many people go bankrupt in terms of lawyers. Just And I mean, the worst, well, almost bankrupt. If you look at what happened to General Flynn, by hiring some of the big lawyers in, in Washington, it ends up draining so much. And particularly in this intensive ongoing battle. So my strategy, in, ad in addition to trusting the Lord as, as you did, uh, my strategy is to, to learn the law. And unfortunately, I, like yourself, always had a passion for foreign policy and national security. And that was my, my focus in terms of my studies. I then, in about four years ago, shifted my focus to studying the law. And I think as a student, an ongoing student of the law, I realized just how completely corrupt our legal system has become when these operatives can do so much damage. Carter, you got a new book out. I've got a copy of it right here, Abuse and Power. Uh, give us a sense for what this book means to the American people and how they can purchase it. Well, I, I think um, as, as you've, you've I uh, had a taste of uh, Colonel North. Clearly, my book shows, um, I think when you go through it, it just shows how corrupt people in power were, uh, how corrupt they were during the Obama-Biden administration. And unfortunately, they just did not care about the truth and did not care about justice. They just wanted to damage innocent people as a way of simply expanding their own power. And unfortunately, just like we were talking about, and as I dig into in great detail in my book, the mainstream media and the Democratic Party were the primary accomplices in this whole scam. And they achieved their objectives by just lying time and time again. And I think it was all part of the quest to defeat Donald Trump. And I think that's their main objective now, as we see all the time. And uh, I think, as, as you're alluding to, there's a lot more to it, but I think uh, people can find the book and get some of the basics at my uh, website, carterpagebook.com. 50 years from now, when your great-grandkids are studying about this extraordinary time in history, what do you want them to know, your great-grandkids, about what you did and why you did it? Colonel North, my, my biggest concern right now, it's a great question, but my, my fear and my serious concern is if things don't go the right way in just less than a couple of weeks now, we might not have a country in 50 years. In fact, we might not have one in 50 days. 
if this intensive corruption, which caused so much damage for myself and so many other innocent Americans by the Democrat Party, if it isn't stopped, we, all of our all of our freedoms, all of our rights, the foundation of our country is at risk. So I'm, this, there's a lot of a lot of steps along the way, but I think an important first step is uh, making sure things go uh, to, in the right way on November 3rd. And that remains my primary focus for the immediate future. Carter, I wanna thank you for visiting with us today, for providing facts our fellow Americans can use in these challenging times. You and I and every single person serving the top levels of our government as military officers, every soldier, sailor, airman, guardsman, marine, every law officer, every judge, every mayor, every governor, and of course the president, all took an oath to the same constitution. We raised our right hands and pledged to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Not a political party, not a political statement. And you've done so in your life. I, I want to thank you for joining us for this broadcast. It's been informative, helpful, and encouraging. And I want to encourage everybody else to take time now to subscribe and let me know how these unprecedented events have affected you and yours. By doing so, you too can become part of this historical record of how America persevered and once again prospered. Until next time, remember, Semper Fidelis is more than a slogan for U.S. Marines. Always faithful is a way of life.